Hello, welcome to Basecamp for Men. I'm your host, Tony Rezac. This is the show that gives you insights and resources on how to live a more courageous life. We'll be looking at men, the current state of masculinity, and how to create a more inspiring narrative for all men. Welcome and let's get started. Hello, base campers. I hope you're all doing well. Today is the first of what I hope will be some very valuable content for you in the coming months regarding natural law, our natural rights, the creation of a corporation called the United States of America, and what all this means for you and I and we the people. Yep, you heard me right. Back in 1871, the central bankers created a corporation called the United States of America, and our legal system grew out of this creation like a multi-headed hydra, using legalese and deception to confuse human beings beings into identifying themselves as legal entities and corporations instead of keeping all their natural and God-given rights that come with being a living human being right here in this constitutional republic. This is some heady stuff and fairly complex, and I'm going to do my best to make it digestible and comprehensible. It's easy to get confused or doubt what you are seeing or learning, and this is totally natural. That's why I'm taking this one step at a time. I promise you this is really, really important information, and it takes a while to integrate it and be able to speak it with confidence and power. And I think today is a good start. From here, we will continue to grow our knowledge of the law and how it has enslaved us and with proper knowledge and application, how it may be the vehicle that helps free us from all these structures that no longer serve us. What a time to be alive. My guest today has written a couple of excellent books to help us understand this a bit. Let's go sit around the fire with him and get this topic started. My guest today is Pao Chang. Pao is the author of Word Magic, Born Again, and the creator of the Rumble Channel Revelation Knowledge. In 2020, while studying the Holy Bible, God revealed some empowering revelations and spiritual knowledge to him. He now devotes a significant amount of his time to studying the Bible, God's law, word magic, and the power of words. Here is my interview with Pao Chang. All right, I am here with Pao Chang. Author and thought leader, Pao Chang. Pao, welcome to Basecamp for Men. It is great to have you on the show. Thank you for having me, Tony. All the way from Laos. I don't get a chance to uh, do episodes. I did one with somebody from Dubai once, but I don't think I've ever had anybody on from Laos. So welcome. What what time is it right there for you? It's uh, 10, 10 or 2 a.m. right now. 10 in the morning and it's it's 8 p.m. for me. So it's great to connect with you. You and I had one conversation. I loved your books. I got both uh, your books, Word Magic, The Powers and Occult Definition of Words, and also Word Magic, Born Again. Great job, man. Both, both books are great. Um, I love how uh, you just get into all the etymology and just kind of how words are used. Uh, both can be for good and for for deception, and we'll get into all that. But I just wanted to start off with a quote by uh, Dumbledore from Harry Potter, who says, "Quote: Words are, in my not so humble opinion, our most inexhaustible source of magic, capable of both inflicting injury and remedying it." Unquote. Um, which is pointing to kind of what you unpacked in the book, which is that I think you know people don't understand you you had a quote in the book where you say there are millions and possibly billions of people on the earth who think they can achieve spiritual freedom or stop the crimes against mankind by ignoring what the dark forces in the new world order are doing and these people are living in a delusional state unquote um and 
you know, I, I think I wanted to hear what you thought of this. I, I think most people are not aware of how we are being ensnared and trapped by words. And you do a great job in the book uh, unpacking it, particularly like in some of the areas like legalese. We, I think there's this sense of maybe, hey, there's something weird going on here, uh, but you can't quite put your finger on it. And we'll talk about it more, but I just wanted to get your sense of uh, – you know, when did you first discover that maybe words were being used against us? I first started discovering when I went down, when I started studying. Uh, I think it was, I watched a video, okay? So I, I saw this video, and this is when I was still um, studying the New Age movement. Mm -hmm. And I, I saw a video by Jordan Maxwell, and he was talking about words and and about the power words and how they use in, in amorty law and maritime law. Mm -hmm. And I was watching it and it was, I was like, intrigued. I was like, wow. So, so that's when I saw a different, uh, a different view of, of words, mm -hmm. how it was being used. So that, that's when I started to start looking into words and that interested me. And I was like, okay, so I start I started looking into it. And the more I look into it, the more I realize how powerful words are. Mm. And so when I start studying the legal system, I just saw a connection between words and the legal system. And so when you, so court, when you go to court, it's all about words. So they use, they're using words against you. And so if you understand how to use words and then you can, um, you can stop them. You, you know, it's funny. I think most people think that all the jurisdictions are equal. So, um, you know, in your book, you you pointed out that most of the courts operate under maritime or admiralty law, um, contract law, commercial law. Um, and there's people that study common law. Uh, mm -hmm. And I think they think it's all the same thing. So they may go into the jurisdiction of the corporation of the United States, for instance, and say, hey, my constitutional rights. And they might be, you know, uh, quoting from common law and the, the, the magistrate or the judge could just say, sit your ass down. And my, that might shock somebody who thinks they've got a good handle on you know, their sovereignty or whatever. But when you're in their jurisdiction, it's very much, uh, you have to know which jurisdiction you're in. Is that right? Yeah. A lot of courts today, they've been replaced by these uh, commercial corporate courts. Mm -hmm. And so they, uh, for example, in the United States of America, um, the con constitutional courts have been replaced. Most of it has been replaced by these corporate um, for-profit uh, private corporation. Mm -hmm. And so, so when you go to court, you don't have, when you go to those courts, you don't have your constitution, constitutional rights. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing that um, it's, it's important to understand when we go to the courts, we, we need to know what kind of court we're going to. Right. And so, I mean, it, this, this goes way deeper than, than this. Mm -hmm. um, it really goes back to, it's, it's really go back, back to the Bible when you go back to Genesis. And if you really want to understand how the legal system works, you have to study the two trees in the, in the midst of the garden. And one is the tree of life and the other is the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And the, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, that's what the, the legal system uh, operates under. So all these, all these laws that are man-made, 
here on Earth is is designed to to govern a fallen world. So mm-hmm. before Adam and Eve fell, we didn't have all these laws. It was just God God's law and Adam and Eve. And so once man fell, then we have all these man-made laws that's designed to govern a fallen world. And all those all those laws fall under the the jurisdiction of uh, it's under the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Mm. Yeah. It is, you know, there's, I remember hearing a lot about the organic act of 1871, right? There, there was all this mm-hmm. kind of yeah. myth, mythology around it. And, and you could never really get, you know, if you tried to use normal search engines and stuff, you could never really get quite a bead on it, but there was really yeah. sm- smart people that were writing about, Hey, um, the Organic Act of 1871 created something that wasn't there before, and nothing has been the same since. So, what, in your own words, like what, why is that Organic Act of 1871 been a significant thing? Yeah, my, my understanding of it is that uh, the Act created a, a new government and a corporation, and that corporation is. It's uh, the name is similar to the United States of America, the Republic. So it's masquerading itself as the United States. So it's trick people, tricking people to believe that it's the Republic. Mm-hmm. But that that corporation is a is a democracy, and it's, there's a difference. So the Republic under, operates under constitutional law, and the democracy it operates under uh, um, a corporate law. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's- so I haven't I haven't dig too deep into that, but that's what I have understand. And well- so. If if we fall under the corporation, then we are under their rule, and and they 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 don't make laws according to the, the constitution, because it, well, it's like a corporation. When you go to a corporation, uh, they just make up rules. Well, yeah, and from what I understand about it too, uh, it it has been very deceptive because they named the corporation the United States of America. They just they just capitalized everything, yeah. or they or they, yeah. they they made one small change in like an upper case or lowercase letter um and it's super deceptive because you think mm-hmm. when they're talking about the united states of america you think most people think it, they're talking about the whole thing the nations we the people yeah. our constitution yeah it's yeah. not it's it's washington dc is not part of the continental united states american mm-hmm. Citizen, U.S. citizens are citizens of a foreign corporation, a foreign or corporation. And most people would say there's no way that's possible. But the digging at, at what is true starts to reveal itself that, whoa, what in the heck is going on? How can this be true? But I don't know about you, but I always thought it was weird that Washington, D.C. was not part of the United States, like the continental you know that yeah. I always, I never got a good explanation of like why. What do you mean it's not part of the United States? What then? What is it part of? You know, and it's become mm-hmm. more and more evident that it's a it's a foreign owned corporation, and a lot of the laws they're making are for uh, uh, sub corporations basically. Um, and and you know they do something weird. You mentioned. Uh, the process of creating a birth certificate that I thought was really interesting. I did some digging and sure enough, everything you said checks out. And so here's my like, you know, sixth grade understanding of it is that, you know, um, we have a son. So when my son was born, the, they issued us a certificate of live birth. Now we don't keep that. We send that to, I think the department of commerce and mm-hmm. a couple weeks later, they send us back a certified birth certificate. 
Um, yeah. But what is what what is that? do exactly like most parents think no big deal you have to have a birth certificate and you don't think there's any funny business but it turns out there is some funny business going on with it isn't there yeah the, the birth certificate to keep it simple it's like your ticket to 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 play the uh the commercial game that mm-hmm. they are building and so it's a it's like a, a receipt and so that certificate it's it's not um, the name on the certificate represents the the legal fiction that they use. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so um, it doesn't really represent the, the the baby, and so they they use that to to like issue. My understanding is that they use that to issue bonds, and they can so when you like go to court and stuff, and and they charge you with fees and stuff, and then they can use that birth certificate to issue bonds. And and that's how they and and they we are so we are basically being used, are being tricked to to be used as collateral for for the the corporate government. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and that's how they they are keeping themselves alive is through through us. And then our energy and labor is being used through the so the birth certificate. It's almost like something out of the Matrix, right? People don't realize oh, they're yeah, yeah. they're being they're being sucked. Uh, their inner their life force is being sucked on by some weird entity. Um, yeah, you know, it's I, I the more I dig in, and I'm just starting to put it together. I'm doing a longer episode, solo episode coming up on this very topic of how they create this straw man or legal entity, and you know, it's yeah, how they a, yeah. Go ahead. On a deeper level, it's about. Uh, it's about tapping into our our energy, our our life force, because corporations are dead, and they need they need our energy, our life force, mm-hmm. and so that so that's what they're using the, the birth certificate to uh, to tap into our energy, and it's it's like it's like the matrix, like the movie the matrix, where where um, the the corporations that that entities are those uh, machines, and they are using us as batteries. So it's it's similar to that. Yeah, it's it's almost like they there's a living soul that's born and by a sleight of hand they have the parents mail in paperwork and what they give back is uh an entity it's got the same name but they capitalize all your letters when it comes back on the birth certificate which signifies that it's part of the corporation or part of it's almost like a sub corporation or subsidiary of the United States of America Inc uh, and now there's all kinds of obligations that go w- with that. Um, and yeah, it, it's, it's mind blowing in its implications the more I dig in and it's, you know, there's a part, it's a little bit like when Neo was seeing, uh, when he first saw the real world and he puked, you know, it's like, you, you can't, yeah, yeah. Believe, you can't, you can't even, you can't even, yeah. believe, you can't believe the deception goes that deep. Oh yeah, it's <clears> like, deep. <clears throat> And it's yeah, there's there's just this kind of like it can't be that, can it? They they didn't create this for this purpose. Like that's just too nefarious, that's too deceitful. And then because we don't ever call it out, because we don't correct our political status, or we don't really stand in God's law or natural law against mm-hmm. the corporation, we're complicit. In other words, you know, there's a universal law that says if you don't if you don't call it out and say you're not participating, 
then we assume that you're good with it, right? And so as yeah, I'm that's getting, why, yeah, that's why I ignore. That's why we don't ignore it. What's going on? If, if when we ignore it, then then they have they can make that excuse that you know that we don't care. We just um, we, yeah, like you said, we are. Uh, it's called like implied consent. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm at the point now where I've read your book and about 20 others along the same lines. And I'm realizing, Mm -hmm. okay, there's work to be done to put things in place to claim, you know, like, okay, I'm not participating in this, but what does that mean? Because I've been a participant for a long time. I've paid taxes for a long time. I've done all these things. So how do I gracefully uh, sort of um, exercise my free will as a sovereign uh, state citizen? not a U.S. citizen, which belongs to the, the the federal corporation. And what does that mean? How do I change, start to change some things so that my signature does not imply that I am the debtor to the corporation? Mm-hmm. So this, this is a big, long conversation. I'm going to get really into this in some upcoming episodes. But I wanted to ask you, too, there's a difference between legal and lawful, isn't there? A, oh, distinct, yeah, yeah, a distinction. A yeah. What? So what is the difference? We're kind of been hinting at it. Mm-hmm. So legal, uh, legal focuses on the, the letter of the law. So meaning that it's, it, it focuses on the code and whatever the code says, that's what the, the, legal, the legal system execute. So it focuses more on the, on the law and the, the form or appearance of the law. And that deals with like the external world, like the, mm-hmm. the illusion, which is like the illusion. And then lawful, it deals with the, the spirit of the law, the substance. And so spirit is life, and that's that's the in, that's dealing with the, the inner world, which is the true reality. And so lawful deals with uh, substance, truth, life. And I'm talking like specifically, I'm specifically speaking here. Mm-hmm. So lawful deals with uh, substance, truth, life, the living, and legal deals with the dead. Mm-hmm. And yeah, mm-hmm. so that's why the legal system, it, it's uh, in the Bible, it talks about the old man, the natural man, the new man. So the old man, the natural man, that's that's the dead man. Yeah. And because the old man uh, has fallen and then he he he's stuck in the, like in the natural state. So he's the fallen man and that's the dead man. So the legal system has ju- jurisdiction over that. But the spiritual man, the new man, the spiritual man, uh, the legal system does not have ju- just jurisdiction over that. Well, and I, I think people sometimes uh, think the two words mean the same thing, right? Because you can hear people mm-hmm. say, oh, that's not legal. And I, since I've read your book and some others too, I'm like, no, it's legal. It's not lawful for them to do that, but it's legal. And there's a difference, right? There's there's a yeah, distinction. It's, like, it's, it's a powerful distinction to know the difference between legal and lawful. Yes. Yeah, so, so here's an example is that, like, for example, like, Intentionally killing someone, um, it can be legal if the right if the right are, are law for that, mm-hmm. but it is not lawful to because that's a that's a violation of God's law. Mm. So uh, that's spe- uh, specifically speaking. So. Yeah, yeah, very much. Um, you know, you talked about in Born Again. Uh, you know, you, you talked about the Holy Spirit in action. What 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 for you? What for you is the Holy Spirit in action? Like how do how do you align yourself? How do people align them, themselves with that? Um, what's your process or what, you know, what did you discover in, in that? Because there was, there was a difference in the second book, uh, much more uh, uh, Christ-centered, much more uh, yeah. centered on the Bible. And I just kind of was curious as to what your uh, take is on Holy Spirit in action. What does that mean for you uh, and and those around you? When I, when I, um, when my faith in God increased 
increased to a certain point. Uh, that that was when I I confessed with my mouth that Jesus the Christ was my Lord and Savior. And so after doing that, I felt the Holy Spirit within me more and more, and because of my my faith in God. And then I pray for God to ask, and I ask God to send me to send me the Holy Spirit to to be my teacher to to guide me. And so that was that was when the Holy Spirit started to guide me more, to teach me more, and show me more more revelations. Mm. And so that those revelations helped me to to understand what was going on on Earth, and to put other to like put the dots, connect the dots together, put the pieces of the puzzle together, mm. and once I started doing that, I started realizing, okay, like things are, the reason why things are so messed up is one, one reason is because we don't, we don't understand what's going on. Yeah. And absolutely. so, yeah. And, and so once I start figuring this out and start figuring out the law in the Bible, always talks about the law, the law, this and the law that, and talks about um, like keeping the law. And once I start realizing what the law is and what the tree of the knowledge of good and evil stands for then i start to understand okay so so the legal system operates under this law and that's that is why and the law is devoid of love mercy and forgiveness mm-hmm. and that's why when you go to court and the judge is there he's his duty is to execute the law without mercy love and forgiveness mm-hmm. so that's the law that's under the tree of the knowledge of good and evil but the tree of life when we accept Jesus Jesus as our Lord and Savior, and we go back to the tree of life because his blood uh, washes away all sin, and we go back to the tree of life, then now we are under the uh, under grace instead of the law. Mm. So now we can be forgiven. So, so and, you know, I, I um, the, the declaration and testimony that, that I um, wrote, that I published on my, um, on Rumble, my Rumble channel, Mm-hmm. Revelation knowledge. Uh, that declaration testimony, it's it's designed to do that, is to put people back into under the tree of, of life and under grace and love so that they can use that to uh nullify to to silence all the accusations of the legal system. That's beautiful. Yeah, you know it's funny, yeah. pal. You you sound like you traveled, you know, we're quite different, but it sounds like we traveled a similar path. In that, you know, I used to be all over. I think when you're when you're a truther and you're looking at all kinds of different things, um, you know, you're going to be over in the new age thought. You're going to be over in the esoteric section of the bookstore digging Mm -hmm. for all kinds of stuff because there's a lot of patterns there. But like you, I ended up returning to Christianity. I just felt like there's right now there's there's such a war going on uh, that. I, I just couldn't mess around. Like I, I got all those pieces, you know, the rest other people can grab. I know enough of what's going on and I've, I've strengthened my faith as has my family and my wife and my son. And um, it's just a, it's a time to like really be in your faith and really, because we need that right now. We can't, it's not willy nilly time. It's not like, let's pretend like every path is the same. So I really appreciate you bringing that in. Um, did you, uh, I was going to ask you, where can our listeners find your books? Um, and also, is there any other things you'd like our listeners to know about? You got anything, any programs or anything that maybe you want to direct? them to or where can they find you uh your rumble rumble channel and all that stuff what what uh what do you got going on and where can we get your books in my books uh my books it's available on amazon 
So if they go to Amazon, search uh, "What Magic," they should they'll, the books will pop up. And the, yep. And the newest the newest one is "What What Magic Born Again." So I recommend that one because mm-hmm. that one it, it has uh, better solutions and and it helps people to understand what's going on on a deeper deeper level. Mm-hmm. And then my my channel on Rumble is called Revelation Knowledge, and I also have it on YouTube. It's it's the same same title. Yep. So if they just search Revelation Knowledge, my uh, my channel will pop up. Beautiful. Well, pal, thanks and, so thanks so much. Is there anything else you have to say? Yeah, and and so what I'm doing now is I'm focusing heavily on the Bible because because the Bible it, it contains the key to free us from all this all this mess. It contains the key, and that's the revelation that I got from the Holy Spirit. So that's why I'm focusing on it. And so if people want to learn more about how to free themselves from the matrix. Uh, how to exercise their God-given rights and dominion because uh, I show people how to restore their dominion. Okay, mm-hmm. and that dominion was lost when Adam and Eve committed sin, but uh, Jesus Christ restored that dominion. But we still have to learn how to uh, exercise that dominion. And so my my new channel, Revelation Knowledge, teaches people how to how to do that. Beautiful. Well, pal, thanks so much for coming on Basecamp for Men and sharing your wisdom Welcome. and your insight. Really appreciate it. Have a great day in Laos. I hope you have great weather over there and just uh, uh, keep in touch. And it was just really great to chat with you. Thanks for your time today. Yeah, thanks. Thank you for inviting me. Well, I hope you enjoyed our time with Pow. Pow's books are excellent. Go pick up a copy of Word Magic. And if you're like me, you will really enjoy the content and concepts that Pow writes about. I got a lot out of it. As promised, we will be doing a deep dive into natural law, the creation of this corporation called the United States of America, what exactly happened in 1871 that altered the course of our nation, and what happens when you send a certificate of live birth and get a registration for a birth certificate back from the corporation. All of this and more will be explored in the coming weeks. I'll be working on the solo episode that I talked about next week and hope to have that ready for you by the first half of June sometime. And I also have my eye on a couple of good guests that will help sketch out this topic and help us make sense of it all. Thank you, Base Campers, and we'll see you around the fire next week. If you find value in our show and wish to show us some love, we are now making that very easy to do. You simply go to www.basecampformen.com and click on Donate Support Basecamp. You'll find an easy way to make either monthly donations for as little as $5 a month, or you can donate just once. We love the monthly donation and hope to build this up over the coming months, but any show of support is greatly appreciated, honestly. Thank you for your support and for helping to keep Basecamp as a resource on your hero's journey. That's our show for today. Thank you for listening. Men, good luck in all your endeavors and good luck on your hero's journey. This is Tony Rezac and you're listening to Basecamp for Men.